people who do take hospitality serious, you see a difference there. And you always remember that. The right. food may be good, it may be okay, but you will remember how you felt. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at ovationup.com. Welcome to another edition of Give and Ovation. I am joined today by Jacoby Hollins, who's the digital program supervisor at McDonald's, where he has been for almost 10 years. He got his MBA in New Age Digital Marketing. He's an advocate for frontline workers and just implemented a system connecting 1.9 million employees. And if you have any doubt of his commitment to digital, his Instagram handle is at jdigitalco. So... Jacoby, thank you for joining us today, man. Hey, thanks for that. Thanks for that uh, edification you did there. Really appreciate that. <laughs> Great introduction. Well, and it's welcome, easy. Ovation fam. Well, thank you. Um, Jacoby, first of all, tell us a little bit about what you do at McDonald's digital program. What, is, what does that mean? Yeah, absolutely. So what I do at McDonald's, you know, digital program can be a lot of things, but the program I focus on is a program going out to all restaurant frontline employees around the globe. So when you think about what's going on in restaurants, you tend to see a lot of things happening on the customer side uh, with kiosks, with mobile app mm -hmm. ordering, with, uh, you know, now they have drive-through technology where you may have a, a robot speaking to you. You know, all these different things that's happening on the customer side. But what I focus on is making sure employees in the restaurants are getting that same digital experience. So the goal is to connect 1.9 million employees globally on a platform uh, that is that gives them everything they need from an employee standpoint, but also gives them things that the corporation can send to them as well. And then it connects them with their operators as well. So that's one that's place, a, a one-stop shop for everything. That's a great point, Jacoby, because I feel like so often it's easy, you know, everything is about the guest experience at the end of the day, right? And, and quite frankly, connecting these 1.9 million employees, what's the end goal of that? Well, I'm, I'm guessing it's to create a better guest experience, right? Because then you have better Absolutely. trained employees who understand more. Um, but, uh, but a lot of people right now, they are having a really hard time finding and retaining oh employees. Oh my gosh. It is it's, it's been a challenge, man. What, yeah. what, what are you seeing out there? Absolutely. So just to be, you know, I work in the U.S. market. I do support global, but my primary focus is the U.S. And in the U.S., in the QSR industry, you've been seeing it before COVID even hit. Uh, but once COVID hit, man, it was just a, a, a landslide of keeping the restaurant staff from McDonald's to Wendy's to Taco Bell. I mean, and even Chick-fil-A. So, I mean, to be honest, right now, it's just, you have to be very competitive as a employer. If you want to get people in, you have some people in McDonald's that will pay you $50 just to come take an interview. Uh, you have Chick-fil-A going up to $15 an hour for the employees. And you have McDonald's. We just went up on, uh, we just announced that we're going up and raising the prices as well. 
for employees to come in and work for McDonald's because it's just so competitive to get frontline employees in the restaurants to work. Uh, with this pandemic, you have things going on from the government side of things where people don't, you know, you don't really realize that, oh, the government is playing a part too because they, you know, want to be honest, if I'm a crew or if I'm a manager, a frontline employee in a restaurant and the government's giving me unemployment and I'm making more than what I'm making at my job, yeah. what's the incentive for me going back to work? Uh, so there's, yeah. there's a lot of things right now to get people in for work. And it's a good time. If I was a frontline employee, like I remember when I was 16, 17, 18, and I was looking for a job, this would be a great opportunity for frontline employees to go get a job in the restaurants at a QSR restaurant uh, and, and definitely at McDonald's because right now it's an opportunity for you to shine. One, there's, they're, they're having a hard time finding people. So if you come in when somebody is down and you show them what you can do, imagine once all this passes, COVID is over and things are running back normal. That operator, those managers, they're going to remember you from coming in and putting in work and easy way to rise up the ranks, put more financial gain in your pockets, and also learn a lot about the business because uh, these QSR restaurants, they teach you a lot, you know, especially McDonald's. They, they teach you how to be, uh, to, to multitask. They teach you the complexity of a restaurant. They teach you how to run a business teach you how, you know, just from all these different things, they teach you a lot. So people come and work at McDonald's and a lot of them leave off and do awesome things. So you can, you know, that's documented. You can Google that and find all these famous people who worked at McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, and working, obviously, you know, this isn't going out to a lot of the restaurant employees, but to people who are recruiting employees, mm -hmm. I, I remember seeing on a McDonald's uh, now hiring, join us now on your, join us here on your way to there. And yep. a lot of people where, you know, you, you just have to, if you pitch it as a realistic thing, right? Don't, when you're trying to get the frontline employees, mm -hmm. don't pitch it as like a, a career. Because a lot of times Bingo. people people don't look at it for what it is, right? Be honest yeah. about it. And I think that's, that's an okay thing. People aren't yeah, always looking for that full time. They're looking for something to do until they get there. And then, hey, if they're great, then they could rise up, like you're saying, Jacoby, right? Yeah, and it's all about, you know, recruiters and companies being transparent with what they're looking for and, and being transparent with themselves. You know, a lot of, a lot of you know, well, in the past, you've seen people try to promote frontline uh, jobs as careers, and it absolutely can be a career for some people, and it, it, can, it can grow into a better career for others. So it's not to knock that, but if you be more transparent, you look at the data, you, you see that people come, they work, and then they may leave and go somewhere else. So just keep it in as keep it real on what it is and that will attract more employees. Just like you said, you know, come here now to get there. Yeah. It's a, it's a stepping stone. Cool. And you may fall in love or you may end up, you know, being in my seat and working in corporate office one day. Yeah. It all depends on what your goals are and where you want to go. Yeah. Cause now did you, did you start, did you work at McDonald's? Uh, so I never worked at a McDonald's restaurant, but I was an intern with McDonald's. And in my past, I worked at a coffee shop. I tried to work in a McDonald's restaurant when I was younger. My mom would not let me. And that, uh, yeah, I had some resentment for that because all my friends worked at McDonald's. And I really wanted to work at McDonald's. When I was growing up, McDonald's was the spot to work. So I was like, I'm trying to work at McDonald's. And my mom just wouldn't let me. She let me work at a coffee shop. So I ended up 
going to brew coffee, make lattes, frappuccinos, all that. Nice. Yeah. My, my first job was at a friendlies. Um, oh yeah. It was an awesome, awesome job. Amazing peanut butter sauce. It is like put it in an IV dripping in me that kind of good. Uh, but anyway, let's, let's go on to our fast five questions here. Um, Absolutely. number one, what is the most important aspect of guest experience nowadays? Uh, the most important aspect of guest experience, I would say is hospitality. You know, the experience you, you make that person feel, which is one reason why Chick-fil-A, they always get a lot of praise from people because they bring that experience and that hospitality. They do it at a superb level. And even some McDonald's restaurants you go to and people who do take hospitality serious, you see a difference there. And you always remember that. The right. food may be good. It may be okay, but you will remember how you felt. So for me, the biggest piece is how the person feels. Boom. I love that. I mean, what Danny Meyer, he said, business like life is all about how you make people feel. Hospitality is mm-hmm. a dialogue, right? Love, love that quote. Okay. Number two, what successful things have you seen or tried lately? Mainly it was connecting, connecting people together. So the new platform we work on, it's all about connection. It's all about putting people together and it's all about showing them what technology can do. So before we pushed this platform out and we went into our tests, the restaurants didn't have anything like this that could connect their people. So with COVID happening, a lot of ops consultants, HR consultants, they were hard to get to the restaurants. Crew members and managers, they want to swap shifts. They want to see their schedules. It was hard for them to get that. Implementing this and connecting everyone in one place just made that so seamless and so easy. Now people go into the restaurants they don't have their manager's phone number. They can go on our platform, send them a message, call them, or even go in there and swap shifts with somebody else to let them know what's happening. So it's all about the connection piece. That's one thing I learned. Connecting people together uh, can definitely boost your business. And if you're not connected, you will feel it in the long run. That's right. I love that. Um, Next, what in your crystal ball for the next few years, what's happening in the restaurant industry? Uh, so from uh, a frontline employee side, my crystal ball, one, if you do not go digital with your employees and you do not connect them, you will have a, uh, you're going to have, a lot of people are going to have a, uh, uh, a disconnect. So if you don't connect them through a digital platform and you don't do this soon, you're going to have a disconnect in the future. And it's going to be so big to where the companies who do connect their employees there's going to be the ones who win because as these QR restaurants, they're tending to grow every day. You're getting new operators, you're getting new people in. And to be honest, brands just can't continue to replicate what they want to do. They can't continue to get down to that frontline employee communication. So your operator, Zach, I may tell you something. And then when the information gets to the crew member, it doesn't sound like the same thing I told you. Mm-hmm. So an easy way is to connect your people, connect them with the brand digitally, get them straight to their frontline employee and do it in a fun way that's engaging and that keeps them wanting to come back for more. Love that. And uh, what, what would be your final piece of advice to restaurant owners and operators? Uh, my final piece of uh, my final piece of advice is to connect connect your people digitally. Start investing in digital platforms. Uh, do it soon, 
and really understand what your crew and managers are going through and show empathy for them. Yeah, that's that... one big piece right now where I feel if this was in place before or people who have done this before, people who show empathy to their people, people who show that they care about their people, when this pandemic hit, I'm not saying everybody, but a good majority of your people probably would stay with you a little longer because that respect they have for you, that respect they seen you show them and they feel like, you know, I'm one of you and it's not, you're the boss, you do this. So right. having the empathy for your frontline employees and then connecting with them digitally, especially if you're a big restaurant that's starting to grow and grow and grow. If you don't connect your people digitally, you're going to have a mix up in training. You're going to have a mix up in consistency, consistency which the customers will see because uh, it just spreads so fast. You spread too fast and you scale too fast and you don't have no way to get to the people. Something's going to give and usually it's the consistency and the consistency can be in hospitality, service, and at the end of the day, it'll affect your experience and the customers will know. Bam, love that, Jacoby. Last one, who deserves an ovation? Who, uh, who should we give a shout out to? Who should we invite on the podcast? Who should we give a shout out to? Who deserves an ovation? You know, uh, I'm doing a new project right now with the, uh, well, first of all, McDonald's, they allow you to do a lot of things. They allow you to do opportunities. So one of the opportunities and one thing I really like is social media. Uh, I work in digital, but one of my passions is social media. So McDonald's knowing that connected with the social media director, he gave me an opportunity on his team to do a stretch project. And he's freaking phenomenal before he came in. If you ever, if you ever was paying attention to the McDonald's social platforms, a lot of people said they were predictable. You know, it was there. You have uh -huh. a presence. Once he got in, things switched. And if you, if you pay attention to the platform now, the social handles now, it's just a, a big move. And, you know, from Travis Scott to BTS to... Uh, all the new things we did around chicken on social it's just amazing so the person i would say needs to be on this show and needs to give an ovation to is uh, gilliam hume he is a social media director for mcdonald's and he's doing some good things in the restaurant industry so he came from france and he's here now so it's like a he he's pretty impressive man dude that's awesome to learn from well, for helping us understand a little more about the digital community and the need to bring that to employees, today's ovation goes to you, Jacoby. How do people find you, follow you? Hey, you can find me on Instagram, jdigitalco, and also go to my LinkedIn, Jacoby Hollins. If you like YouTube, social influence on YouTube, I'm revamping my YouTube, so I appreciate you. Go subscribe. We're going to be talking about social media influencers and how it impacts our culture as the black community. I think we're going to do some influential interviews. So make sure you check us out. And that's all I have. Awesome. Well, Jacoby, appreciate thank you, you so out. much for joining us on Give an Ovation today. Hey, I appreciate you, Zach. Thank you for having me. Glad you're with us today. And thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to ovationup.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.